You're listening to the Quality Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton. If you're a personal trainer who is trying to grow as a fitness professional, but feel unprepared to do so, listen in each week as myself and associates in the fitness space share practical tools and advice to help you become a quality coach. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Quality Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton. And today, I'm going to talk to you on the topic of using all that knowledge in your head that you already have around health and fitness in a way that doesn't require you to spend time on the gym floor trading hours for dollars. Hmm. Did that pick you up? Did that make your ears go, ooh, ooh, what's she talking about? Ooh, ooh, I want to know, I want to know. <laughs> awesome. So, well, one thing that I recognize with trainers is that we can sometimes feel stuck and have tunnel vision when we think about our role as a personal trainer. We feel like most of the time we can only operate in a singular way, like in a very specific way. We can only work with trainers, I mean, work with clients on the gym floor or write programs and have them do those programs in a virtual sense. We think that way often because that's a lot of all we see. We don't think about all the other ways we can take this massive bank of information that we have in the back of our head or in our mind and use that to leverage ourselves and you and leverage our service and to extend our reach beyond just what we can do face to face with the client. So why would you even want to use your knowledge outside of training? I have a list. So I hope you're listening. <laughs> think about it this way. When you sat down and got any of your certifications, whether it's just your CPT or if you have two or three others behind your initial CPT, there was a metric ton of information that you had to learn. And if you went back and cracked open any of those textbooks, a lot of that information would come flooding back to you or you would see it with fresh eyes now that you have some experience under your belt. So when you think about why would I want to use all this knowledge outside of training, one way or well, one reason is because it helps you build credibility outside of just your clients. When you do things that help to shift the understanding or enhance the knowledge of other people around you, that gives you kudos, that gives you brownie points. I was like, oh yes, yeah, such and such. She's great at, at explaining the concept of movement or she's great at under, uh, explaining whatever it is you explain. Building credibility is a massive reason for why you would want to use your training knowledge outside of the gym. Another one is to get your reps in coaching, communicating, and connecting with people, whether you realize it or not. Coaching, communication, and connection are massive components of a quality personal trainer, which is all what we're all about around here, right? Quality trainers in the space. So it takes time to build those skills and the confidence around those skills. And so the more time you can spend articulating the things that you do or how it all works or the theory behind it, the better. It's never going to be a bad thing to practice your craft. 
Am I right? Another reason is to plant the roots of professional relationships. You can think of this as planting roots with referral partners like individuals or other professionals that would also work with your clients. Um, And so that they would also send you business. That's one way of thinking about it. You can also think about it from the standpoint of um, working with other people who are in the fitness space and having camaraderie and creating colleagues whom you can pass business back and forth to because not every single client are you going to directly be able to help. Not everything is in our wheelhouse and that's fine. Another reason is expanding your reach and revenue generating ability beyond the gym floor. Now, this might have been the first thought that you had, but it's definitely on the list. Um, I will talk about this more in this episode, but being able to generate more ways to bring income into your bank account, into your family, into your business are huge reasons why you want to take that beautiful knowledge in your head and use it in multiple ways. It also helps you to diversify yourself to create more opportunities. This kind of goes hand in hand with the last point. But when you um, have the ability to say, yes, I've done a workshop. Yes, I've done a speaking engagement. Yes, I've created this ebook or this course or what have you. It makes people in maybe other industries and other arenas pay attention. For instance, if you decided to get a job with one of these new up and coming startups that is around fitness, a lot of them wants to want to see a well-rounded trainer like they are completely fine with you. They are wanting to see rather people coming from a very um, diverse and well-rounded background of knowledge and information. It's not just the straight and narrow path of, I did the movement science in college and I got all the right certifications and I worked at these right gyms. And that's why you should choose me. They're actually very interested in seeing what else you bring to the table. So using your knowledge outside of the gym floor can help you diversify those opportunities. And ultimately, The reason is to create more freedom in your life by using the knowledge in your head that you take for granted. Most of the time, like say if you're someone who is creating content for social media platforms or for um, a blog or even a podcast, sometimes you're like, oh, there's nothing to talk about. Everybody knows everything. I can't repeat it or I can't say it a different way. And that is so far from the truth. That, in fact, my friend, is you standing in your own way. I am guilty of this, which is why it's taken me two years to create this podcast or get it off the ground. But it is a, it's a lie that we tell ourselves so that we can not feel like we're doing something wrong if we act. Oh, it's already been done. Well, I can't mess it up. Be okay with messing things up. All right, so before I get on that tangent, (laughs) the reason I'm sharing all this stuff with you is because it is important to be adaptable, okay? You don't want to be a one-trick pony, believe me. If COVID has taught us nothing at all, it's it's taught us that it's extremely useful to be able to shift gears and be able to lean on multiple skill sets, all right? Being a trainer means you possess a plethora of skills, 
Do not sleep on your own skills. Teaching, educating, communicating, um, coaching, all the C words, they're all skill sets that make up you as a professional, as a fitness professional in the space. And you have so much potential, you just have to open yourself up to what that could look like if you used it, right? So think about it like this, successful entrepreneurs in any industry have multiple streams of revenue, upwards of five to seven for seven-figure earners. So we're not trying to be like extra right now and be seven-figure earners tomorrow, but striving to create two or three streams of revenue for yourself only makes sense. It only makes sense. And also no gym should be leaving you high and dry ever if they decide to let you go. Like if hypothetically speaking, this is so hypothetical, but like say if you're working for a gym and you get furloughed like we did in COVID in this panini, you shouldn't feel like, oh my God, like what am I going to do? And I can't, I can't be a trainer. No, you should never feel like that. You should never feel like that because you're going to use the suggestions that I talk about in this episode to create for yourself some security and some options. So when one of your sources of revenue goes dry or slows down, you just shift gears and lean on the other ones. Okay. So I promise this whole episode is not going to be about moolah. It's going to be about (laughs) diversifying yourself and the places, the ways you can leverage your knowledge and your certifications. All right. So let's get into the first top, the first point, which is one way or one place to leverage your knowledge is within your target market. So What is the stuff that's top of mind for the people who make up your target market? What can you create to address their biggest, most pressing problem or desire? I'll give you a second to think about that. And the reason I want you to think about that is because sometimes we overlook the people that we work with in a sense of, I do enough for them. You know, I the ones that see me that are on my on my roster, I do enough for them. Like, I don't have to continuously create for them. But this is the thing. There are others like them. <laughs> and when you get really good at addressing their specific needs, using their words and in their in a way that they can understand, they pay attention to you. Okay. So when you think about what's top of mind for them and what you can create, it can be almost anything. But I encourage you to let it be something that you are excited about and that they would care about. Like if you're not someone who doesn't want to sit down and create an ebook about healthy eating with outside of the gym for your clients, don't do it. If you're someone who would rather have some like, real FaceTime interaction, think about the ways you can do that instead, like running a workshop or um, putting on a virtual event or summit. Don't think that these things are too big for you that, oh, well, these big name people do that. I can't do that. Yes, you can. It just takes planning and execution of that plan. All right. So say, for example, 
your target target audience is, are women who are experiencing the life transitions of the 30s. And so therefore, they're dealing with the shifts in priorities around their health, around their vitality, their family dynamics, their professional pursuits. All of those transitionings are happening. And that is the group of people that you want to work with. You recognize that you are going to have to take more of a like mental approach to them because everything that they're struggling with is on a mental psychological level. What can you think of to create for them or do for that population of people that would be beneficial? How can you use your knowledge within that target market? So you can apply that to whatever market of people that you work with, okay? And if you're having a hard time figuring out the whole target market ideal client stuff, I have a course for you. It's called Ideal Client Clarity. You can just get that. It's in the show notes below and it would help you figure out who your people are and how to talk to them so that this part, this low hanging fruit can become easy for you. All right. The next place, the second place that you can leverage your cert and your knowledge is in your local community. Y'all. Please don't sleep on your current location. (laughs) If you're building your foundation right, all of your first clients anyway will be local, not online. All right. So you might be thinking, well, Jasmine, come on. Like I live in an itsy bitsy teeny weeny little town. There's nothing here. Like it's not going to work. Sis, (laughs) let me tell you something. Small towns are gold mines and it's because no one else there is really standing up and doing what you are capable of doing so if you just put the effort forward and connect it with the movers and shakers in your small town you would be blown away at how much of an impact you can make locally and do whatever it is you want to do it does not have to be you know the single stream stuck in a box thinking you have options, all right? Small towns are where it's at. But other places of untapped potential, just in case maybe you don't live in a small town or you're not, not, you don't have the wheels rolling of what you can do, I've got another list for you, all right? So places of untapped potential. First, every business that has an HR department or a wellness program, get on it. Personal, I mean, physical therapy clinics that don't offer follow-up care after patients have gone through their um, post-op training or uh, rehab, get on it. Massage therapy practices, get on them. Chiropractic offices, they need you. Any general practitioner, any location without a fitness professional on staff, that's yours for the picking, honey. Go get after them. Living in an apartment, oh, this is my favorite. You can offer in-person or pre-recorded workshops on any topic. Like, for instance, off the top of my head, increasing the quality of life outside of the gym. Literally, apartment complexes probably have a lot of untapped potential, especially the luxury communities. I'll tell you a story. Back in my early days, like within my first five years, my first solo business venture was actually a mobile in-home personal training company. Yes, Jasmine got in her little 
Saigon TC with, you know, the permanent roof. And I drove around my little town and I trained my clients. And believe it or not, I got so much business from posting and uh, posting in these luxury apartment complex communities, talking to their property managers and attending local events like my local chambers of commerce, believe it or not, I gave you my first three clients. These are all, these are just my story of how looking at things locally really helped me get moving and get my business off the ground. And so I want to say that just because it's 2022 doesn't mean that these offers and these places are just dead. Not everything is online. Not everybody wants to be online. Not every client is fit to be an online training client. And that is where you come in, especially if you really enjoy the face-to-face in-person part of your job. So the last place that I have for you that you can use and leverage your knowledge and your cert is with other health and fitness professionals. Okay, think about it. What if you and two of your trainer colleagues decided to host an online workshop around a topic that the three of you can speak on at length? What potential could that have? In my opinion, a lot. (laughs) What if you collaborated with another trainer to create a podcast addressing the burning topics of your ideal clients? What potential could that have? And the, the reason I am mentioning this particular one is because sometimes it can feel like we are in competition with each other, meaning one trainer to the next. If we are in a town that there is, you know, I mean, there are a lot of, most towns have a lot of trainers, but say if we're in a town with other trainers, instead of thinking, oh, this is my colleague, we should collaborate, we should do this and that together, this could be good, we think, okay, I gotta guard up because homegirl might try to take my clients and that's not happening. Or you get that same vibe from them where they don't want to link up with you because they're thinking that maybe you're gonna poach their people. This, y'all, is rooted in scarcity mindset. Look around at the statistics in this country. There is more than enough work to go around. More than enough work in every single population and every single ideal market that you want. There's plenty of work to go around. So let us stop thinking that we are taking from each other. Honestly, we're only taking from ourselves when we think that we can't collaborate and come together to help each other and to ultimately help our own clients, right? So keep that in mind when you're Googling local trainers in your own area. Pick one, pick a couple, go out to coffee with them, go out on a walk with them, do a lift with them, whatever you're comfortable with and develop a relationship because you don't know where that relationship could go. You don't know how the both of you can leverage your own mindset and your own knowledge to better your own situation, or to create something that would have never happened otherwise. So let's wrap this up with one question that I want to leave you with. What stands in the way of you using your knowledge to create more freedom in your career? All right, that's all I got for this one. Be sure to follow, rate, and review wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye, y'all.